Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Following the law, Sen. Raphael Rafi Tulfo made an issue about the collection of contributions for the Parent Teachers Association, PTA, during the plenary debates in the Senate for the Budget of the Department of Education, DEPED. He argued that this violates a 1969 law, namely Republic Act, R.A., 5546, or an act prohibiting the collection of contributions from school children of public primary, intermediate, and high schools. He cited Section 1 of the law which stated that, the sale of tickets and or the collection of contributions in any form whatsoever, by any person for any project or purpose, whether voluntary or otherwise, from school children, students and teachers of public and private schools, colleges and universities is hereby prohibited, provided, however, that this prohibition shall not cover membership fees of school children and students in the Red Cross, the Girl Scouts of the Philippines and the Boy Scouts of the Philippines, provided, finally, that this prohibition shall not cover the contributions of parents and other donors for the support of Barrio High Schools. Senator Pilar Juliana Pia Cayetano, who was defending the DEPED budget, responded by arguing that what is prohibited in the law is the collection of contributions from children, whereas the PTA contributions are technically collected from parents, which is not prohibited in Section 1. She even cited the principle in statutory construction where it is stated that what is not prohibited in the law is allowed. Presidential Decree, P.D., 603, issued by former President Ferdinand E. Marcos Sr. in 1974, which was equivalent to an act of Congress, specifically defined the function of the PTA in Section 77. Aside from providing a forum for the discussion of problems and their solutions, relating to the total school program, and for ensuring, sick, the full cooperation of parents and the efficient implementation of such programs, the PTA was also obligated by law to aid the municipal and other local authorities and school officials in the enforcement of juvenile delinquency control measures, and in the implementation of programs and activities to promote child welfare. Senate Minority Leader Aquilino Coco Pimentel III retorted that strictly speaking, collections from children are necessarily also paid by their parents. But Pimentel's argument does not actually address the issue squarely. Certainly, while collections from students are shouldered by parents, it does not follow that all collections from parents are directly related to the student's residency in school, or anent to their activities as students. If I were Senator Cayetano, I would have replied that certainly, parents who are members of the PTA have different juridical personalities. PD 603 tasked the PTA to help in the promotion of child welfare, and as a different entity from the school administration, the PTA can certainly raise funds from voluntary contributions from their members who are acting as parent members, and not on behalf of their children. Imposing the strict wording of RA 5546, a 1969 statute, in the manner that Senator Tulfo reads it would tie the hands of the PTA from even collecting voluntary contributions from their members as parents. It is here that Senator Cayetano's point would matter since it is clear that PD 603 does not prohibit the PTA from collecting contributions from its members to finance its activities. What is prohibited in PD 5546 is for schools to collect contributions. The PTA, while organized by schools, can be considered independent of the school administration. In any case, the remedy would be to revisit the law and to amend it if necessary to avoid confusion. One solution is to appropriate funds in the DEPED budget to support the PTA, so contributions from members are no longer necessary. This should be the focus of Congress and is a proper remedy to the problems raised by Senator Tulfo. There is, however, 
a more fundamental problem when we consider this line of argument that the Senate, or Congress for that matter, should follow the law, as constructed. Tolfo has assiduously focused on the PTA, and the perceived violations by DEP-ED, and yet what is being missed are acts by members of Congress that can be construed as violations not only of statutes but even of the Constitution. I have already discussed the case when Senator Cayetano threatened to hold hostage the budget of the University of the Philippines simply because she had problems with online classes. Anyone familiar with the jurisprudence on academic freedom would know that one of the areas where universities have a right is to determine how to teach their students, and this should be free from external pressure. A senator using as leverage the budget of a university is a clear example of external pressure that intrudes into such a right. Just recently, Sen. Jose Jingoy Estrada Jr. deferred the deliberations on the budget of the Commission on Human Rights, CHR, simply because he wanted CHR to unequivocally state its position on abortion, which Estrada, citing his religious beliefs, has problems with. His position is echoed by other senators. Religion appears to have been repeatedly cited by members of Congress in their opposition to other legislative measures, like same-sex unions and divorce. And yet, the 1987 Constitution could not be any clearer. Section 6 of Article 1 states, the separation of church and state shall be inviolable. Section 5 of the Bill of Rights states that the free exercise and enjoyment of religious profession and worship, without discrimination or preference, shall forever be allowed. When members of Congress cite their religious beliefs as a basis for their policy preferences, they are violating the principle of the separation of church and state, and they are discriminating against some, while giving preference to others, on the basis of their religion. Senator Tulfo should go beyond the PTA in his mission to ensure that laws are obeyed. If there is any strong evidence that his colleagues in the Senate have violated the Constitution, it would be the recent unanimous decision of the Supreme Court when it ruled that the Senate gravely abused its discretion when it ordered the arrest and detention of officials of Farmley Pharmaceuticals.